Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I am Ethan Hewlin, and this week... It is just me yet again, here to talk to you about destigmatizing mental health, which is the whole goal of the show in the first place, is to destigmatize mental health for yourself and others. A casual conversation about what's happening in your head. Now, some of you who are listening may be plenty familiar with what's going on with you, and even what may be going on with your partner or children or family. But there are also some of you who have people in your life who don't want to actively explore what is potentially something that is affecting them because of the social implications that might come with it. So this week, let's talk about that. How do we approach that situation and make it a bit easier for those who do not know to find out a little bit more and potentially start to help themselves. I'm going to give you five different things that you can do. The first way is education. Understanding what is happening with your own head or other people's is the best way to start truly understanding what is going on with you and how to fix it if there is a fix. So how do you do that? Well, there's several uh, resources out there. Uh, so I'll, I'll go over a few of them, but ultimately it's up to you to make that call. Um, not to be self-promoting, but it is my show. Just send them an episode of this show. Something that you think would be relevant to them, something that you think would help them, or an experience that I've relayed that they would relate to. Now that that's out of the way, uh, something else that you can use to help educate people is what's called the DSM-5. The DSM-5 is a psychological manual that has a bunch of different um, mental health conditions and symptoms of them and things that generally happen when people have these uh, disorders. Now, I will be frank with you, I do not own a DSM-5, but I have seen it online, and it's often been very helpful. Uh, if you live in the U.S., or even if you don't, uh, another great resource is the National Institute of Mental Health, nimh.nih.gov. When I'm doing these solo episodes and I'm giving some more informative uh, topics, that's one website that I use to kind of inform myself about um, these various things because, newsflash, I don't know everything. I know. Strange. Another good resource I came across that was uh, shared with me is the YouTube channel Psych2Go. That is Psych, the number two go. I've used their... Um, their articles and videos as 
inspiration for a couple of episodes at this point. I found out them about them relatively recently. Um, but they have very calming videos kind of explaining some things that may be a little bit harder to understand. Um, they're, they're another good resource that you would be able to use. And they also have a very similar approach to what I do. Uh, they are pretty casual, but they're also very frank and understanding about what um, could be going on and how that would affect you and the people around you, which is, coincidentally, another goal of my show. So that's education. Uh, another thing you can do to help with people who really treat mental health as a taboo subject is relaying real-life experiences with people who have a mental health disorder. This is another opportunity where I'm going to plug my own show. So some of the more personal episodes, especially were the ones where I talk about like my school experience, especially for like your kids, if they're going through something like that, share it with them. Have them listen to it. Or even if they're grown or my age, have them listen to it there too. Or if you experience something similar to what I have, tell whoever you're talking about that, hey, this guy understands me and what I've been going through. But if I'm no help, someone who might be more helpful is somebody that they know really well. Whether it's you, if you have uh, a mental health disorder, somebody they know and they're very close with, or somebody you both know and are very close with. Ideally, the latter. Life experience is some of the most valuable currency out there. Some of the best life advice is learned through experience. And if you get this person um, that you both know who has a disorder like this to kind of explain to whoever you're talking about, about the taboo, and why that their disorder isn't something that should be shied away from, that will give insight both into them as a person and kind of take the edge off and break the ice as far as understanding why people act the way they do if they have this condition. For example, if I am going to talk to somebody that thinks, oh, mental health is just a myth, you're not believing hard enough. Yes, um, for those of you non-Christians out there, that is something that is definitely said. Hey, tryhards, Ethan here. I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys will be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating. 
and thank you even more for listening. Uh, I don't know how common it is in other faiths and belief systems, but this is something I've heard more than once, not necessarily in my church, but in other people's churches. If I'm talking to somebody who thinks that that opinion is valid, which it's not, I would approach them and say, hey, why do you think this? Like, what what gives credence to what you think makes this opinion valid? And I would hear them out, and then I would say, okay, so let's take that, and we're going to use examples from my life to kind of understand why it may not necessarily be true. And then we would go back and forth from there. But the... The thing to keep in mind, not necessarily the trick, the thing to keep in mind is that coming down hard on people for something that they hold very strongly is never going to end well. So understanding their position is the key to really helping them um, come to terms with why their opinion may not be necessarily the best and how best to understand your lived experience. So that was real life. Um, The next thing that you can do is to explain that mental health has a range of symptoms. It doesn't look the same for everybody. For me, my anxiety will make me not eat. Now, that is not universal. Not everybody forgets to eat when they're very anxious or very depressed, or what have you. Some people overeat. Some people eat their feelings. One of my sisters has ADHD. In her particular instance, it is combined ADHD, which is one of two different types. There's inattentive, and there's combined, which is inattentive and hyperactive. Not everyone who has the diagnosis of ADHD is going to have the same symptoms or signs that say, oh, I know this person, they have ADHD, or I know this person, they have anxiety. This is how it is for everybody. Because that's just not true. And understanding that these mental health conditions can have a bunch of symptoms and not necessarily all be true or be true for different people is essential to understanding how people with these conditions live their lives and how their brains work, at least a little bit. Uh, The fourth way that you can help someone who may not understand mental health or thinks it's not good to talk about it is to, if they have any concerns about their mental health and you have some experience with it or know somebody who does, hear them out. Because at that point, if you've talked to them and kind of helped destigmatize it a little bit, they are comfortable enough to tell you what's going on with them. And that is huge. Because if people are coming to you, that means they have enough trust in you to think that you're going to take them seriously. Because you've been trying to convince them that what's going on, either with you or somebody that you both know, 
is serious and something that shouldn't just be brushed under the rug. So long story short, be a good human, help them out, get them the help they need. And the last thing that you can do is to share stories of overcoming potential obstacles on your mental health journey. This is another opportunity for me to plug my show. Um, I'm sure that you have your own mental health success stories, which is great. And feel free to share those because they'll probably mean more. But if you want someone to understand that this is not just you and that there's millions of people who are dealing with these things, send them an episode where I talk about some of the struggles that I've had and how I've overcome them. Generally, it depends on how well you know the person as far as how personal you get uh, with your success stories. But generally, the better you know the person, the deeper you can go. Um, And that goes for multiple things. But having those success stories is a way of showing somebody that if you do have similar uh, conditions that these things can be overcome, at least temporarily. And things that may seem daunting at first, or a diagnosis that they don't quite know how to cope with yet, showing them that there are people who are living with this condition and are prospering with this condition can be helpful. So all of that to say, get out there and make mental health casual. Thank you listeners for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin, that is H-U-L-E-N. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome, the O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. <laughs>